Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, September 11th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part four. Fuck, I'm gonna lose track. Four. Part four of a multi part C Fi space. Be careful what you say. You never know who's listening. We're listening. Let's take a listen. No, well, I, well, I disagree. And well, I don't, don't disagree that we shouldn't think about them, but I disagree with your, with your conclusion. And I th- What's my conclusion? I, I, w- I didn't really even have a conclusion. I was just asking you if people like looked at the art before and, and considered the traits and if they would be like perceived, perceived in a negative way towards anyone. And I, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I just was wondering because I do see at the very helm of the project some big names. That's all. And I, and I think it's an awareness for, for next projects that people are in. That's all. I'm going to I'm going to disagree with that. Like, I think the thing about art is that um, it's similar to comedy, right? Just like why Bruce is kind of like booted or whatever. Um, the reality is like satirical comedy or even like um, even if even if there was like a reason for um, an art project to have imagery that has um, like controversial shit in it. Um, I think that's just a simple freedom of speech issue that um, one can do that. I, I think now, if if that means that, like, if I'm flying some flag of uh, of some country that or some system that, uh, like, most people think negatively, that's on me. Like, people have to decide, like, you know, uh, like, like, for example, I have the Vault Boy character from the Fallout video game. Um, you kill lots of monsters and people in that video game. Does that mean, like, I advocate for the killing of Absolutely not. No, yeah, so but like, what I you're like, disagreeing. No, Sophie, you're disagreeing yeah. with me to stay open to what you buy, and that's what you're disagreeing with me about. So that's all. Well, yeah, that's, that's all. Awesome. That's all I'm, I'm saying. saying like, so relax. I'm just saying like when I buy, if I'm going to buy an NFT, right? I'm not necessarily, or a painting for that matter, like in the real world in art, I'm not necessarily sitting there going, "Wait a minute, is some going to like?" Let's say this thing is worth something one day. Is this going to ha- like reflect negatively on me or some, is something like that? I don't necessarily think that way when I buy art, like even in the real world. Yeah, I, I mean, I, also- I collect rare books and, and I've got kicked off of Etsy for having like early Americana things that portrays um, African-American mm-hmm. people in a negative way. Oh, so sure. I get. And so I get all you're saying. All I'm saying is in this woke culture, if you're going to put yourself in certain situations like I'm not saying that you need that anyone needs to get out of board um, board eight and that it's a bad thing. I'm saying any NFT project, you might just want to make sure you see what the leadership looks like. And I know everybody already knows this, but yeah, I'm just giving my two cents. Yeah. Um, no. So in this case, perhaps perhaps we just rewind a little bit. So Tundra, um, take this situation, right? Let's say let's say that the founder of Yuga Labs openly admits that he's a Nazi. Okay. Let's hypothetically, let's, let's say he admits openly he's a Nazi, but at the same time, ape staking is very bullish and a, 10, a 10x seems very likely. So you, you think next month uh, it's probably going to go up 10x, almost guaranteed. So do you choose to, to reject the ideology 
I'm buying it. Fuck cool. the Nazis. <laughs> oh. I have Ape. I'm not even saying. I, I have Ape. I'm just saying, if you're at the helm of a community, I don't even mean. I, I don't know. I, I, you're right. I'm buying it too. I'm just saying, in any NFT project, I'm gonna think about it more. That's all I'm saying. Well, well, well. Yeah, I, I get. I hear what you're saying, um, Doctor Carey. But uh, I think that it's misplaced. I think it's misplaced commentary. It's not the right uh, way to think about this because, well, on, because... Don't for, tell for me starters, what's the right way to think. I, well, let's be I'm open saying, to each other's ideas. <laughs> no, no, I don't have to be open to your idea. And oh, you don't want my idea? That we should no, be I, open I, I, to I'm, each I'm, other's I'm ideas? I'm that's saying funny. I don't have to be. I'm you don't have to be, but that's that, funny. That's true. That's yeah, funny, um, though. No, it's, I think it's, it's just the truth. Like it, it does. I don't have to be. Stop open. trying to offend him, Steffi. That, that Steffi, that's weird. Like not like we can't be open to each other's ideas. Like no, that's no, weird. It's that I, it's that, like it's for that example, if Tundra to says to me, "I want to take an airplane and flying it into the World Trade Center," I'd say, "No, I'm not yeah, open to your ideas. Exactly, I don't agree." Right? Exactly. So, there, so exactly, I have people that exactly. come. But, to but this is about being open to people's ideas. So you I, just I, don't. I just won't talk then. You, if you, this is why you know you're on, and I'm a speaker. So you know, I figured out my ideas no that's i think not everyone can hear each other but you don't necessarily have to agree that's not the whole yeah point. exactly but i mean we were talking about ideas it was just a funny thing to disagree with me about yeah, let's, yeah. let's put it yeah. on another project okay uh, any other project art, art and comedy are always this way like the, there's always this like slow push towards like um you know like figure out what is and what isn't valid what is worth censoring and what isn't and that's exactly what like happened to bruce like exactly right it's kind of what the topic of this is so it's yeah. like it's like um it's very easy to worry about like what people are going to think of you like for example if i say oh if i fuck around in the space like oh next week um so and so from cosmos isn't going to talk to me or something like that um then they're just not going to talk to me as far as i'm concerned i'm okay with that now at the same time if i have like a business relationship I have to worry about, like, I'm worried that I'm going to lose money or something like that. I'm going to speak a different way, right? It's just, it is what it is. So, like, uh, I, I get all sorts of stuff in, like, the medical space, like, where, where, like, the idea is, like, you're told at work, oh, respect everyone's beliefs and blah, blah, blah. Some people have some really bad fucking beliefs. I mean, I deal with, like, everyone from serial killers to I don't know what, like, so in, in, in the people that I see, like, some of their beliefs are just completely wholesale nonsense, too, like, so it, it, you don't actually have to believe in what everyone else believes. It just it is what it is. Like, and but and, it's and, and just yeah. an extent. Hang, hang on. So, so so just to just as an extension of that, Doctor Carey, when you say something like, "Well, are aren't you open to my idea? Aren't you open? Why, why would you not be open to my idea?" And the answer to that is, I don't have to be open to your to that idea. Like you, you. That's not what I asked you, though. I asked you if you were open, not you have to be open. Oh, I asked yeah. you if you were open. That's a different it, question. That's okay, sure. But that's another way of saying: Is there a, a route in which you will align with my my beliefs? Well, yeah, stuff? maybe maybe I'll hear you because I have heard you. You'll hear me, and there'll be some consensus. But there doesn't have to be. Right. That's he why seems I'm open to your idea. That that's why I said I'm. That's why I said no. I'm I'm not open to to your idea because I don't think that there's a route in where we're going to form some consensus about. Okay, well, you're a closed your off point person, of view. and I hope you do well in in your communities if you're that closed off. You know. Well, what no, happened? I, with I don't the, know what happened. Why with the do board you him, Steffi? Like, no, no, what happened because, with the board eight? Because I'm, okay. people came out. Why? Because like, you're fucking awesome. I mean, sorry, I'm awesome too. Like, I'm just trying to say, be open to 
let's try no, to find no, something that maybe not. You absolutely don't have to be. I don't have to be. You don't. The thing about the thing about this is sorry, God of Luna, like Jesus Christ. So what happened to what happened to the board apes thing was like a bunch of people made like and Grover was joking about it. A bunch of people made like all sorts of like wild accusations that like, oh, my God, it's all like some sort of Nazi imagery and whatnot. And the thing is, on the Internet, like if you say all sorts of like inflammatory things, right, the story, the narrative of that gets away with it, gets away way before people start saying, oh, wait, let me go analyze. Is that actually true or not? Is there is this what the founders actually thought? So there is no research to be done. It's like if I say, oh, like, uh, you know, demon monkey here is a murderer. And he's like, wait, what? Why are you saying that to me now? Like, like he, he can't prove a negative. So the problem is, is like there's no amount of proof or nothing he could say that could be absolutely certain that he's not a murderer. Right. So this is the right. problem. Now, Sandra's clapping yeah. and I agree with what you but said. That's, but that's so why there's some he's consensus defending. there and we're not that far off from each other. So I don't need a personal attack. That's all I'm saying. I yeah, agree with what you. He's, what he's agree with Perry, that's you all I'm are. saying. You know, what he's saying is because he's in a public forum and he's discussing like this project, um, the reason why he's saying he's not open to I'm just interpreting this as an as I don't know any board. Oh, yeah, you speak right? sure. So I'm looking at it and thinking this is the way I'm thinking he's believing. He's believing like, OK, if he says, OK, there is a reason why we should go and investigate the founders, blah, blah, blah. It's sort of like a concession that like, well, they are they might actually be Nazis. Right? Like, I don't this is the mean, no, 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 no. Investigate. I mean, like everyone says, look into the owners of the project. That's one of like that's top three rules, right? I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah, if you don't want to agree with me on crypto, something, it's almost like, impossible. It's almost impossible. Right, no, but I'm, 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 I'm personally am going to have a better awareness. Nobody else has to. I'm going to personally, and that's all I'm saying. And I was encouraging others to look into things too. And that's yeah, all I'm saying. I, I want to comment on that if you allow me, uh, guys. Dr. Curry, um, yeah, and um, I really believe not that to be so confrontational. I'm um, not being you're... confrontational. I'm not being confrontational at all, Tundra. I applaud your work. I don't. Well, understand. Wolf actually has an NFT project. Like, yeah, uh, Wolf. Uh, Wait, and he would have his hand up too. Maybe clarify, like, how you would uh, handle the the situation of like people made accusations that Rec Wolf did X, Y, and Z. Like, oh, look, you have like a little crown on your head, and you know, there's like a little party hat. I think you're just encouraging partying and getting drunk or something like that. And like, little kids are gonna like um, worry that that little green thing is like a, you know, a penis or something. And now you're just a pedophile. So like now defend yourself, Astor Wolf, right? So like, so the internet said this about you. Now what are you gonna do? And I'm gonna, and, and I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna do more research in the future to make sure I, I stay away from anything that, uh, that you do, Astor Wolf, or that um, anybody who portrays imagery that could lead to that. It's just, it's such a slippery slope, honestly. And, 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 and to the point of like investigating the founders or whatever, they're they're like Jewish, Turkish, and like other like the the founders are all a group of people that are like that are marginalized that have marginalized backgrounds. Or I didn't like, say that though, so I don't know if you're talking to me, but anyway. What do you mean? You said somebody said like investigate the founders. I think yeah, it's no, good no, to no. Like, I didn't say investigate the fathers founders of board eight. Any so I studied well, literature in college. And some of these people studied art and, and different things. Like, it's helpful to know the backgrounds of things that you buy. That's all I'm saying. So why are you saying that I'm being so confrontational? I'm not saying you're, well, you're an idiot for buying it at all. I'm not. Why are you so mad at me? All I'm saying is that's what <laughs> people not. do. You're yelling at me. <laughs> no, I am because you're not getting that. I don't I'm not being confrontational. I'm saying 
I, I, I'm an analyst. I'm a researcher. I look at now I am because you're being a dick and you're all being a dick <laughs> for letting him being a dick. Cause you know, I'm no. saying something okay, very, Tundra, very like, dick. um, Astro Wolf. Uh, yeah, what was your point? Yeah. 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 I want to just, just make it, make a comment on here. And I see uh, him as listener, Sefi. I don't know. Maybe you no, he's, he's here. I think uh, Tundra, you have yeah. to leave and come back. You're, you're must be broken. I think I think Tundra, after everything you've said and and the support you've shown to certain groups and, <laughs> and certain ideologies, you might have to leave the room. Okay. Tundra got kicked because he's it's Nazi. for the best. It's Whoops. for the best. No. <laughs> like whatever. Bloom's here. Explain it to them. He'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Kara, you were, you were trying to say that like if you're going to post like art about something that you probably ought to be conscientious maybe about art that might have like that will be probably construed as negative like for example if i have an nft project could, could be look at all angles but yeah. why couldn't you have just said that in front of tundra you hung me out to dry no he's right here he's right here he, he okay just, so okay yeah, that's yeah, so, no, i understand what you were saying like the the uh, the idea is that like if an artist is going to create something um, then they should assume that people are going to make assumptions about the meaning of it, and that's reasonable. Um, so if, like, for example, if I create paintings with a lot of Nazi propaganda in it, even if I'm just making a statement, like, unless someone knew my motive for creating it, they might think that I'm, like, a bad guy or something, right? It's quite possible. In fact, remember when Wolfenstein came out the video game? Uh, like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but this is, like, right before, like, Doom. And it was kind of like a first person shooting game. And it was like full of like, you know, you kill Nazis and stuff in the thing. And they're there. Every, and they're like tons of people who are like, oh, my God, it's a Nazi video game, blah, blah, blah. You're actually shooting Nazis in the game, which is kind of interesting. But that didn't stop people from claiming like the developers and whatever were like all Nazis and all that. So, yeah, anytime you do controversial shit in your art, no question about it. Some of the artists actually do that stuff to to on purpose, too, because well, they want to yeah. like just trigger people. And that's a thing as well. So it just. I yeah, that's all I'm saying is like, take, I'm not saying that art, not for the sake of art. I'm not saying that, you know, Holocaust art or documenting the time or anything. I'm just saying, if you own something, then just take Dr. a look Curry, into it. I know what you're saying. I strongly disagree with what you're saying. And that's okay. And that's okay. We don't I just have don't understand how you could disagree with that, though. Well, I, so I, I like, why is it a bad it. thing to look I, into I what you're buying? No, when you phrase it like that, it's benign. This is the problem with with wokeism, right? This is the problem okay. with like extreme, ex, because because there's this uh, like, all right. I'm just not have, saying extreme. What I'm you're saying, saying is basically there's like this undertone. It what, doesn't make any sense. What what just happened, Doctor Kerry? Is um, you what you what just happened was you ran into somebody who disagreed with you. No, and, I, I'm. And, I just don't finish, understand why. Finish, I want to know the rationale why you disagree with me. You don't talk. have to. You don't have to give it to me. You're, you're not going to. No, me I talk. am letting you talk, but I'm you're, saying you're, you're not, not getting my you're question. Not, you're, you're cutting me okay, off. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. It. So frankly, it doesn't matter why I disagree. It's. I'm just focusing on so what just happened. Was you ran into somebody who disagreed with you? People and, disagree with me all the time, Kendra. I'm a researcher. Hi guys, it's nice to be back. I was in the rain for four hours. I heard the uh, Nazi hunting. I love that stuff. Glorious <laughs> Bastards one of my favorite movies. Uh, so I hope everybody's uh, having fun and playing nice here. But uh, <laughs> we're doing great. <laughs> we're doing great. Thank you, brother. Um, so, Doctor Kerry, uh, 
like I'll try this again. You, we just ran into a situation where Jonathan, can you put yourself on mute? You're you're acting. So I, I I am so sorry. I'm soaking wet. I apologize. No worries. Hopefully you're doing okay. Um, it doesn't really matter why I disagree with you. It's just the fact that I do disagree with you triggers you to such an extent. And the reason is because, like, the wokeism, like culture, is to force. Uh, just a, a morphine of worldview, a morphine of of defining what really is is the right way to think, the right way to feel, the right way to behave, and any any expression, any deviation from that 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 right path, the right way to think, is um, is seen as a is seen as needing to be rejected. Why? Why is it not? Why are people not agreeing with me? Why are people? disagreeing with the the point of view that I have. And um, it, it, it triggers like something in you to, to get very upset at me about that. And, and like, the truth is, I don't care if you disagree with me. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all that you don't see eye to eye with me. I was only expressing that I disagree with you, but you got so mad that I would say that I don't agree with you, but but it, the, do you see what I'm saying? But the same isn't reversed. No, I don't, because that's okay. not what happened. Can I talk now? Is that okay? I'm not angry with you at all. Like I all I, I, I and it's not a woke thing because I don't consider myself woke necessarily. It's not a woke thing to look at what you're buying at all, like for any kind of value. And and I think it's really, I just feel like you're pushing and you find it funny and you're being a dick, and that's what I really think it is. And Actually, that's what it is. Addie's had her hand up for quite a while, and I'm going to let her have it. But I did not plan to do that today. All I was saying was, and that's not a woke thing. I don't give a fuck if you disagree with me. Who? I don't care. You're in a new exploratory role, right? When you go on a Twitter space, you might engage with somebody. Maybe I speak because I'm passionate about what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm in a room with all men, and I want to make sure my voice is heard. But all I'm saying is, look, you don't have to do it. You're more upset that you think I'm mad at you. That's it's just like you're just like fucking gaslighting me at this point. Anyway, Addie, go ahead. Okay. Well, so what I was going to say was I just think there's this um there's this woman her name's Camille Paglia. I'm not sure if anyone's read her, but she talks a lot about free speech and art and before anyone jumps on me, she's not woke, she's actually considered anti-woke, but she talks a lot about how um with art there can really not be any good art when we have these like restrictions on free speech and that's not to say that it's good to be promoting things that are you know racist sexist whatever it's only to say that like art inherently is about passion and it's about disagreement if we all agreed on the same thing it, you know like art would be useless and so i think that's where like i agree that i think from my viewpoint, I would like to like look into the things that I buy. Like I would be disappointed maybe if I bought a piece of art and then I later found out that the artist was a Nazi in the same way that like, um, for example, Chanel. Chanel is a brand that has ties to like fascism and Nazism. So as much as I love their stuff, I probably won't buy it. I'd prefer to buy a different brand for that reason, even though the brand has developed into something completely different today. So of course you can look into the things that you buy, but maybe some people don't feel the same way and they wouldn't care. And I think that that's totally okay. 
Yeah, there's another way to look at it too. Is like um, when you look at these issues, like uh, there there is like no racial group on this planet, for example, that has not done some heinous shit. Like that, that is a fact. I don't care if you're from India. I don't care if you're from South America. I don't care if you're from Africa. It makes no difference. Like everyone has done heinous shit to other people. Like I guarantee it. Like you just go back five minutes of reading, you'll find this. So like there will always be something to be pissed about somebody. Like it's a weird problem, but like Disney has this problem. Like when they try to make a Pocahontas movie or something or whatever, like, you know, in, in, or a Mulan or whatever. And they have to go way, way, way out of their way to make the particular character that they're creating. Like, you know, like amazing for one reason or the other, even like, even if some of the things that those people did were maybe bad or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's like you, you kind of present the most like wholesome, wholesome, wholesome possible version of that, because like you don't know who is going to be like upset about, you know, what Native Americans going to pop on and like say, oh, you know, you're like, you know, like negative against the Latin the Native American population. This happened, like, for example, with like the the Redskins um, football team or whatever uh, and uh, examples like that. So it's like. Sometimes even the most benign reasons or the chiefs or something like that, the, the, the sometimes the most benign reasons why people use like different sorts of um, like cultural imagery. All of a sudden you get into these like arguments about like um, a cultural appropriation and this and that. Like, for example, if I'm not Mexican and I decide to open a Mexican restaurant or like, let's say I'm not Italian and I open up a cappuccino bar, does that make me some kind of like appropriationalist or some shit? Like the whole thing is just gets absurd. Right, some not extent. at all. Yeah, so all. it's like, I so like, I yeah. think the no, thing I don't is like, that at all. so let's, it gets kind of like, it becomes a hard problem to solve because it's like when you're creating something, it's like, wait, like, who could I possibly offend if I built this thing or made this like thing? Like, maybe if I did the colors wrong, women won't like it. Or maybe if I did the, you know, a, d did it more feminine, like men won't like it. And maybe if I did made this like, so there's always these like design choices, like in art, like where you like, and I think artists are like trying to know that and they kind of like, Think of it from the perspective also of like, wait, maybe I want to send this message. Like, I want this to be controversial. I want people to think about this and and how it makes them feel. So it's almost like you're pushing that boundary. And I that like Dave Chappelle and comedy was a great example of like a guy that just like left comedy because he's he's like black with like a what Vietnamese wife or something. And like no matter what he said, like funny jokes about Asians or whatever, it's like you know people just came after him all the fucking time. Like it was just ridiculous. And Ch Chappelle is actually very funny extraordinarily um like talented artist and everything as far as comedy is concerned like his his material is fantastic but he just got like not like sort of shadow banned in a sense and he got sick of the industry and he kind of left for a while and then kind of came back and, and and uh like yeah if you've ever you've seen his work he's he's there to kind of trigger you and make you think no question about it mm -hmm. or um sorry i see people have their hands up but i just thought i've just been here eating my oats um mixed with some cool um, just getting through that, and and I've been listening to the the discussion, very passionate discussion, and you know I've seen I've seen hey, women hey, being hey, put Robert, down. You you Brits, you need to stop it with that. You've killed Indians before, and uh, my wife's an Indian. Right. Well, mm. um, I mean, I yeah, just, just on you that don't point, have a, you don't you know, have an answer, do you now? Right on this yeah, point so. of wives. Is it right though, Grover? Is it right? Like <laughs> I've seen I've seen it? this happen before in many spaces um, where women have been put down. So many, many times, and it's very sad to see it happen here. Uh, we really need to stick up for women in Web3. Grover, stop it with the women's lib shit now. Jesus Christ. We Grover, <laughs> why don't you go back to eating your fucking oats, dude? Why don't you just finish off those goddamn oats, Grover? Nobody well, wants to hear you munching hey, all those things. As you're... Real, go ahead, Jonathan. 
real quick. I mean, I, I think do, it's part of uh, it. Okay. Sorry, okay. Sorry, sorry, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Curry. I just, to me, uh, I have a little PTSD, and I love passionate conversations. I just think, as people, we probably don't need to yell at each other as much. And it's okay if people don't agree on everything, but I get so triggered to hear anybody yell, and it's something that took me probably two or three years to get better at, and I worked really hard on it. Uh, so I would just, you know, that's it. We don't need to do too much, but there's, there's no benefit from anybody yelling and anybody. Except I can, yell, I can yell at Grover, right? Because Bruce isn't it's here. Your, it's your room, uh, Seffi. You if, could do if, it. You if, know, and I'm if Bruce is here, I'd just be yelling at him, but he's not. Right, him, right. So now what? You know, but, you know, I mean, I think the D word, the C word, I don't know, like whatever. But it's all good. You know, we, we all have to understand there's different perspectives. And one of the things that I really do like about this room is that there's a lot of really, really bright people in here. And just as we should give everybody their voice, which is important, you know, we should just, I don't love the yelling. Other than that, like, let's get after Let's have our fun. And Wait, uh, who can I make fun of now? You can make fun of me, man. I, I told okay. you yesterday, I, I walked into, <laughs> I, I've been on spring break a couple of times and I literally walked through those doors and the windows that Seppi was talking about. <laughs> but anyway. It's all good. I'm happy to be with you guys. I'm going to go get cast. I'll be right back. Hey, hey I think Astro and Boney had some comments. Yeah, Boney, go ahead. Sure. I just wanted to ask a quick topic. I know you guys are having a good laugh there, um, but I was wondering what's going on with the off-chain burns. Does anyone know what's happening? Is that yet to be determined? Because I know that a lot of platforms are implementing the on-chain, but... Um, yeah, just wondering about the off-chain burns. Does anyone have any up updates on that one? Um, I think what you're talking about is any transactions on Luna Classic chain will have burns, uh, the little tax mechanism. Uh, but that will, it's up to the centralized exchanges to implement that if they'd like to. Uh, there's nothing forcing them to do that. So KuCoin is one example. Um, I know yeah. Chango or Django, uh, she's going to, she has Interchain FM, the YouTube channel, uh, who's like really into the Cosmos stuff. She and uh, Demon uh, Monkey and some, some other people here are, are kind of like having a conversation with Binance on, yep. uh, I think, uh, later this month. And she was going to ask exactly some of those questions as far as like it, what can Binance implement and what they can't. So far on Binance, like for, for spot trading and for futures trading, there is no like mechanism in place because I think it's complicated to make that. Um, I don't know that there's a straightforward way for them to build that sort of thing. So I think, okay. um, yeah, expectations of like trading off chain for them to implement that is kind of a maybe. Um, okay. but it's interesting that like CZ had mentioned a burn mechanism very early and when he didn't really know what was going on, but like, it's funny that Binance themselves did not actually implement that yet. So I think Binance is looking into it. Uh, like when me and Bruce and whatnot, like kind of like, you know, sent them some funny tweets, they kind of like paid attention. <laughs> they, they actually, sure. uh, Binance support actually responded to Monkdao about it, but I think right. they basically said they're looking into it. Basically they're trying to figure it out. Okay, yeah. So it's it's more of a, a technical thing at the moment. Yeah, it's not I mean, something that it's something Binance that the centralized. It, yeah, it's something yeah, the centralized exchange would have to figure out very specifically how to implement that. It's not like it's not like a parameter change on blockchain. They have to program all of that. So it's not a simple thing. Yeah, I totally get that. All right, cool. So who do I anyway. stay in touch with to keep updated on like off-chain burns? 
or if it's I think demon here, home. demon monkey here, probably is the closest to the folks that are working on that. So yeah, follow him. All right, sweet. No worries. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, Seth. cool. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, periodically we talk about something serious, I guess, or I'm not sure what's serious anymore. Um, <laughs> Aster will just to conclude. Comment? Just just to conclude this, uh, Doctor Carey, it's all it's all love. I hope you have a good Sunday. I hope you enjoy your Sunday and you're able to relax and unwind from this very stressful, heated exchange. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. I don't want to. There's no need to spread negativity. There's no need to dwell on, on, on negativity. We're all just trying to enjoy our Sundays. My wife's in the other room. Um, I'm probably going to go hang out with her a little bit. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. So um, good catching up, Tundra. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. All yeah. Good. Thank you. Enjoy your Sunday. I appreciate that. And I just, I, I do want you to think as well, like if your wife was ever in one of these rooms, that's one thing. But other than that, have a wonderful Sunday. Bye. You didn't have to squeeze that in. Dr. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just being serious. Just, I'm just being just no serious. Need. I'm just Carrie, being don't serious. Don't make me throw some punches at you, okay? Like, so what the I'm heck? I'm just being serious. <laughs> there was I'm being serious, too. There was no need for that. All right. I'm so sorry you didn't like my response, but that's okay, right? Because we can agree to disagree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye, Tundra. Nice say, meeting like, you. General, I really like, appreciate you and your work. I swear I do. You know, it's interesting, like I, I train a lot of uh, women to become um, uh, like to to finish like uh, medicine residencies and things like that. And I actually tell women like in medicine, it's interesting, like um, I, I tell them like there's this tendency for like guys and uh, women and men, like when I watch them like uh, practice medicine, right, because I've trained so many people, it's just gotten to the point where it's like you see some oh, some patterns that you think you could work with. Oh, damn it with the voice changer. Bruce, is that you? <laughs> um, yeah, Carrie. So like, so, um, yeah, like w when I train women, I tell them like, it's interesting how guys and girls are very different when it comes to like, uh, like in the ICU setting, it's, it's like, uh, like the way I get credibility among staff is I will like, um, like if someone asks me a question, like they know they're going to get the hour long answer of why it is like every, like why I do what I do in terms of like medical orders and things like that. So the staff knows that they're going to get like a, a, the long winded mansplaining version of what it is. And, uh, so like, uh, I use logic as a way to sort of like, um, like diffuse like situations where people are not sure they agree with what I'm doing. Like let's say in a life or death situation. Um, whereas like women look at it differently. They tend to think that if they have been like asked a question that somehow it means that like, well, like, you know, uh, why are you questioning my credibility type of thing? So I think what I tell most of the women I train is I tell them, okay, like, and look, why do you think that is though? I don't, I don't know. Like, oh, I'm not no, sure. tell it, me what you're telling me. I, I, I think there's, I think there's definite differences. I'm being I know, nice. I'm not mad at Stephanie. I'm mad at the fact that he's being But we should be cutting people off either. Like, let them finish it up. No, no. So I know. Like, you, oh, my God, Bloom. You're supposed to be helping you. I am helping you. I am helping you. No, you're not. One sec, one sec. Guys, guys, one sec. Um. So what So what I tell the women, I say, like, look, like, what. what I notice is, that when I'm training uh, like uh, guys, um, I, like they behave differently when it responds to like, um, they, they behave a different way when like you're, 
you know, that when they have like situations like that, when they're cornered, um, I, I see what I see among guys is if you see like surgeons and stuff, like getting upset and throwing shit and acting like all rowdy, what it usually, uh, what it usually implies is that like, they don't know the actual answer to the question. So they act like a, like a retard. So they, they start like at lashing out, getting angry. Um, the women on the other hand have this like tendency to become sort of like more passive aggressive about it and act like, well, why are you questioning my authority? Just do what I say. There is a bit of that among like both of these kind of groups, but in different contexts. So usually what I tell the, the most of the um, like women I train, I'm like, look, all you want to do is you want to be able to like um, describe why it is you're doing what you're doing. Uh, and you want to do it in extreme depth, like, you know, like literally quote literature, get into the nuances, really go into depth. And once you've sort of like done that for a little while, you sort of like establish your little pissing ground or whatever, then the staff and everybody else believes you. But what I find a lot of women in medicine end up having to do, and my mother was a pediatrician uh, uh, even before I was a physician, and she was actually in medicine when almost no women were, like especially um, at the time. Anyway, the point is like the, 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 like, there is a strategy to dealing with those things. And, I, and the way I've generally taught it for both men and women is like, um, like leave behind whatever, like whatever, however you deal with conflicts normally and just go with like an evidence-based strategy when it comes to medicine, just go in there and just go guns blazing with information and say it in a very like cohesive manner to where like the, the, the argument can be made really smoothly. And then once people realize, Hey, by the way, this is a person that's like really uh, cohesive, they have their shit together. They know how to explain this to different types of people, different types of um, mentalities and everything else. Then eventually like you, you get to a point where, you know, people are not necessarily judging you. But on the other hand, like if I were to move to a new hospital or something, I knew move to a new state or whatever, and I were to start from, from scratch, you sort of have to develop your credibility again from scratch where people sort of realize, oh, wait, this is the kind of person I'm dealing with, blah, blah, blah. And, and you sort of have to like create that framework, that almost groundwork. And it's really kind of annoying, but I find that like in general, when I watch um, like, like, cause I get, I'm the one that gets all the complaints from all over the city. Like, you know, who, who was arguing with who and why they didn't do this or that. And um, it's actually kind of funny. Like um, in nursing, for example, the, the, the male nurses get almost no complaints from other nurses. And women nurses almost rarely complain about male nurses doing anything. But women, man, they just attack each other like you would not believe. Like, I don't even understand what's going on. What the fuck? Like, geez, like, uh, you think that, like, the, the women in medicine were being held down by, like, men? This is, like, patently false. Like, almost entirely it's women attacking women. It's fucking insane. Like, I don't even know what to tell people. I'm like, almost all the complaints I get in hospitals between staff are literally women between women. It's so strange. And I, I don't know what to make of it. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I, well, I know as a well, woman's development researcher, I do know what, where that's from. Women, when women don't have the ultimate control, they turn on each other. And that's where the whole mean girl mentality comes from. So there is a there is a group of literature that can support that behavior. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and you see it all the time. It, it, but it is something I train the the women I train with. I'm like, you're going to see a lot of like combat between other women in your field. You just got to keep that in mind, and you just have to figure out how you're going to deal with it. But um, but yeah, like it's like it's not that you're being sexist when you teach like that. It's just that like this concession that men and women are the exact same is just a bad idea. Like, Absolutely. I, I, like, Absolutely. I, like, yeah, nobody's going to tell but me that like that women before. and men are the same. It's just ridiculous almost. Hey, yeah. I like, sorry, I, I, I don't want to cut him off, but I did like a comment that was made uh, either yesterday or the day before. It's like, 
it is, we are all different people. We totally get that. But in web three, there's all these like special groups. It's kind of like celebrating uh, somebody's history month or stuff like that. Like it's actually an insult to a certain degree. Like, you know, I, I want to see everybody be really strong. I don't want to see anybody be codependent on anybody else for financial stability or anything else. And I do like your comment and we can all be kind of you know, like, I know I could be an asshole. I'm, I'm obviously, you know, it's totally fine, but it is an insult to say you have to completely redesign something in its entirety and needs to be taught by somebody of the same, you know, whatever culture to get a message across. Like, I do think we're all smarter than that too. And I did really like that comment. I thought that really hit home with me, you know, and, you know, and it's also so, weird, like if I'm a male teaching a bunch of women, right? Like the, the the issue always becomes like, wait, is this like, is he saying sexist things? Is he saying this because what, like what? Like, so generally like I'm pretty open. So it's sort of easy to tell what my motives might or might not be. So maybe that helps a little bit, but um, like I, I'm hoping that I'm helping any women that are going through like my presence, and I'm not talking about you specifically, like, so I'm not lecturing you. I'm just saying, like, when well, I train are younger you women, talking to me about this? No, 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 when no, I'm, yeah, I'm like, a general conversation. Yeah, yeah, like, usually men, training men, women that are kind yeah. of in their 20s to become, like, they're in medicine and they're, like, under my tutelage or whatever, you know, they're under, like, in clinical medicine, I'm teaching them how to, like, take care of things and whatever, right, do procedures. Um, and it's, like, the whole concept is, like, you, you, you know, if I simply just sort of train everyone the same, then what ends up happening is, is that you have people go into the workplace and they're really unhappy. And like the, when you, when, so like some people are a little bit more lazier than others. Some people are more like, like too dorky, maybe too nerdy, and they don't know how to talk to patients. That's another set of problems. So we like, you sort of like try to identify like maybe where a different different people's weaknesses are and try to help them out and sort of see why like other people see them the way they do. And that's a really tricky thing to do because nobody likes to be told that they have weaknesses, which is always a weird problem too. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a teaching like in that context is really strange, but it's like really critical because like if you're in mission critical activities, um, like these kinds of goofy ass things can get people killed. Right. So it's not like, like, Oh, like, this is just simply a matter of like political correctness or some other BS, like your ability to cohesively function actually has like a bearing on saving lives or whatever. So anyway. Yeah, no. Uh, I can, I, to... can, can I actually throw in a uh, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so I, I just wanted to throw like uh, this, this is so relevant to this riddle. Can I throw uh, a, a riddle and I want you guys to just kind of give me your thoughts or give me, you know, whatever is the right answer. Uh, can I go ahead and do that? Yeah, go for it. Sure. Okay. So a father and a son, they're on, on the way to a baseball game on the way to the baseball game. The son gets. Uh, you know, they, they get into an accident and the son gets really hurt. So they rushed him to the hospital. And once they get to the hospital, uh, the surgeon looked at the kid and said, oh, my God, I cannot do this surgery because that's my son. Who's the surgeon? Uh, the uh, the surgeon is a uh, male to female, uh, non-binary um, person of color. Wrong. Good one, but wrong. Females being abused in this this chat. Jesus Christ! Yes, um, Bruce, they are. 
Females in Web3 decentralized economies are being targeted, and this is one place it's happening right now. So I'm here. I heard a little bit of um, Tundra abusing Kerry, and then I heard Sefi go on to talk about women as being irrational and, and disgusting people. All I'm saying is, and Cruz, one what is the point of the voice that? changer? Can you stop <laughs> that shit? Like, can you turn off the voice modulator? I literally can't understand what you're saying. It's so no, this is not. Here. This is not Bruce. Don't. No, this is not Bruce. No, this is sorry. someone else. And I should uh, make that very clear to everybody I'm here. I'm fucking dying right now. Oh, uh, now we can't understand like, a single word. <laughs> it got so much worse when you chose that. Actually, one. let's just use a different name. This is um um what n name Grover? What name can we use for this uh, uh, fiery beast? Huh? We'll call him Phoenix from now on because there's like a license. Wait, what, what happened to the riddle? The, the answer to the riddle is that the, the mother is the surgeon. Yes, the mom. And we've, right? we've, we've, we, we've heard this before. And when I was asked this before, I was asked to draw, uh, I was asked to draw what the, the surgeon could be. And uh, oh, no, actually, no, this wasn't. No, there's a different riddle. It's another sexist riddle. And he's, he's, the answer was, you're supposed to draw like a doctor. And, uh, and I drew Dr. Zoidberg and they said, oh, who drew a man? And I said, well, what about a lobster man? Uh, and I think that, that that's a good lesson for everyone uh, here. Anyone can be a doctor, even a lobster. That's correct. Um, beyond like that, like that riddle, beyond it being a woman doctor, how else did that really relate here? Well, I mean, you know, it just kind of, uh, speaks to uh, what Sefi was talking about and how, like, you know, um, the whole thing about women when it comes to uh, <laughs> when it comes to uh, the medical field. He was talking about how women are a little bit competitive towards one another as opposed to the other sex. What so, does that have to I, do I, with a surgeon operating on her dying son, though? Like no offense, I'm just I, like I'm struggling to see how it's relevant. Well, I guess yeah. The, Besides, like I'm not sure the riddle goes with this. It's like more the question of like whether sexism is a, a common thing or something like that. Right. So people can't remember it's a woman because well, because everyone thinks it's a man type of thing. But yeah, I don't think it's the same everybody story here. But it was a woman when he said the riddle, didn't they? So yeah, I, I don't think we're talking about the same thing. But like the the I just find it interesting, like where like common sense. Or the, the the public perception is that somehow, like in many fields, like like women are suppressed, which uh, uh, which is interesting because I think it's funny how <laughs> how often women suppress each other. It's like really quite remarkable. I, and and like for example, if a guy is like operating or working with a woman that's very very um like effective, like great doctor and everything, I have rarely if ever seen anything particularly like um sexist going on regarding this like i think guys right, are pretty good I, I with was like hoping, i was hoping for the this. women to answer this question but uh a male figure actually well answered I, the question, I, i'm but... only bringing it up because like I, not allowed train, to. I train tons of men and women and i'm old so i can say whatever the fuck i want <laughs> so anyway the, uh, the yeah no, and I'm, I'm not even a woman's development <laughs> researcher here who studied this like yeah, in sure. depth. this is the this is my part so like sure. so Go i'm for just it, gonna yeah. say yeah. one thing like, I, I really am just gonna say one thing that i know it's I your space i know it's your space that no it's not that it's just like but say whatever you want i don't i feel very like i don't feel good tonight about what happened like i'm seriously upset about it because 
and and that's that's a very female thing about me right like i'm gonna i'm like you know i'm a little emotional about it because i'll say it over and over again yet like you'll still like take the, this is what i've been fighting for forever is like man's voice is still privileged when there's a person who's studied that in the room who's actually knows the differences and why this happens and i i really appreciate your um your feedback and and where you come from right but then like okay like let's listen to someone who's actually studied it and actually knows the differences it's it's really hard but then the men keep talking keep talking and, and but, i don't know maybe very, i'm just like, in the wrong room i just want to help think, think about it this way like as a teacher right so if i were to take your advice um whatever it might be so then the question is is there a more effective way for me to teach women uh and if so am i just manipulating them because i know that like maybe a specific techniques works better on women. Like this is the problem, like no matter what I say, like it'll come no, out. No, I mean, you need to have a right? consultant. You need to have a consultant look, and, and they've been doing this in like engineering, not so much medical to like, do, to change some of the practices because women do have um, less of the- I, I literally pull women aside. I, I literally <laughs> I pull women aside. It's amazing. I was just no, finishing a thought actually, and, you, and I said, we don't have as much opportunity I, to speak. I, mean, I, sure. I completely understand where you're coming from. And, you know, I understand like, you know, you mean well and everything, but every time when you say like, you're trying to teach women, like I, I, I see it as a, a bit strong way I'm to- I'm not trying to teach you. Thing. No, no, I teach men too. I just finished. Like, Can what, I just finish? What, Hold on. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, that's just a little bit uh, strong, you know, words to use, but everybody can learn from everyone's experience. So because, because everybody speaks from their own perspective and their perspective. Yeah, but, but you're, you're thinking of that like own. I teach like, yeah. like little children. Like the difference is, is what I have to teach people come to me because only I can teach that in that particular circumstance, right? So it's not like, it's not like, you know, men and women are showing up because they want to be coddled. Like, <laughs> in fact, like, uh, the, 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 it's not like I'm trying to teach things about, like, uh, how to relate with different sexes. I couldn't care less what people do. I'm just basically trying to save lives, right? It's a different issue. So, for example, let's say, for example, the exchange that took place today took place in the middle of a CPR event and everyone's fucking around and yelling at each other, I would basically fire someone on the spot and toss them out, right? Like th there would be no debate. There'd be no nonsense. And that's what you'd want if it's your mother on the table, right. you know, dying in a CPR event. You don't want any shenanigans about whatever, you know, people think about each other's sexes or whatever. This is not what we right. do, right? So it's different. So what all I tell people is, is that like, I'm trying to, when I try to explain to women when, because I have to be the one, they come to my office because other people complain that they did something, right? So I'm kind of sitting there going, what am I going to do here, right? So pretty much what I do is I say, look, uh, you know, the way that, um, and this is, by the way, oftentimes like women having to deal with other women, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to like hire a consultant to sit next to me and figure this out? I just don't have that. No, they're, they're just research-based approaches that consultants sure. use and they put a lens on a lot of disciplines. And, you know, honestly, I'm not fighting with anyone. And I, I feel like people think that that's what happens when someone brings up women. I'm really not. I'm just saying like, everyone's like agreeing with each other. And, and I, I'm, I don't understand where my stuff is like so disagreeable. I'm just bringing up something that I know a lot about. It just, how did it turn into a women's issue with him? But the, the way he was talking to me and even Grover said it, 
it, it was that he labeled me a woke like feminist or a woke woman and, and like it wasn't even about that it had nothing to do with the fact that i was female and sure. it's just this, this conversation is really can i can i say something like, here can I, can I say something here um firstly Steffi, <laughs> you're, you're misidentifying your problems the reason women fight and getting these bitchy fights and handbag fights and they inject each other with with uh, whatever they do chloroform and stuff and they try and sabotage each other's careers is because you're such a sexy guy they wouldn't do this if you were less sexy you're up there in the in the stratosphere Steffi. you're sexy you're handsome you're successful you have 10 different medical degrees um you're you're cold and calculating and mysterious and you have a large hi-fi system at home. If you maybe diminish your own status and, and lower down to the level of an average doctor, then you'd find much more harmony among the women. You know, the sexy you are, the more they fight. That's just how nature is. Hmm. I need to think about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> I want to find that lubricant because that's uh, very smooth, bro. I also want to say, <laughs> Dr. Kerry, that I'm, I'm shocked and appalled to see the way you have been abused tonight. Um, I, I saw Tundra come in here and push his board ape yacht clubs trying to sell them. And then I saw him undermine you and minimize you and gaslight you and use all of his dark triad tactics, Machiavellianism, narcissism, and psychopathy. The full triad came out tonight and tried to diminish you. And that is disgusting. I have seen this again and again in spaces. Men put down women. Men interrupt Grover. women when they're speaking. No. That is awful. And I told Grover, don't trigger tundra into his board ape yacht club bullshit and like she did it anyway i'm like what the hell with the nazis again you're going to trigger a bunch of people everyone's going to be upset and this is what's going to happen right it's a very serious issue c5 it's your i don't fault, understand no no we need to address the elephant in the room uh you know it's about truth seeking it's about uncovering you know and no stone goes unturned oh, jesus with your truth seeking again grover anytime tundra comes in here don't yell at him about Board Ape Yacht Club Nazi paraphernalia. It's annoying. There's a misunderstanding here, though. <laughs> I think there's a big misunderstanding because I think um, Grover invests specifically in racist NFTs himself, and he has realized that this 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 quality, this essence of racism within F NFTs, is like the ideal propagation mechanism. It's the ideal way to raise the floor because we are all impro. We are all like on some level, on some primal archetypal level. We're programmed to respond to these things um, very evocatively, right? We have these strong emotional reactions to things we perceive on an innate level, have these, these um, archetypal and, and prejudicial and discriminative memories um, within the human species. And Grover has realized that's like the best possible investment catalyst. So he has targeted these things. He has six board at yacht clubs. Um, he has, I think, four mutant eight yacht clubs. He has all these things. I don't think Grover was talking from the other side of the table at all. In mm. fact, he's talking as a collector himself. Yeah, I, I brought them up specifically because I want to, number one, the price to go up. So I want to propagate this idea. Uh, I want to make sure it comes up as much as possible. And then secondly, um, I want to understand, is it really a racist NFT? Like genuinely, because I want it to be in order for me to sell it uh, for a higher price later on. So I want, I want Tundra to spill the beans. Uh, but he's just not he's not forthcoming with what I want. Um, he always gets very tilted about it, but it's not it's not something to be tilted about. It's just business. You were saying, Addy. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I don't I don't want to, like, stir the pot again and circle back over here. But I was just going to say that I think, you know, nobody is disagreeing. Like, there's obviously differences between men and women. And I work in a space like specifically what I do, like my team has a lot of men on it. But here's the thing. If I didn't think that I could handle that, 
I wouldn't go to that career. That would be a stupid decision. And that would be my own fault if I went into a career and didn't walk in and say like, I have to, you know what, I have to like handle myself in a certain way. And I'm an emotional person. I really am. I think a lot of women are, but I'm not going to like go in somewhere and like, you know, be like, well, you know, I want this to run this way because this is what's best for me. This is how I handle myself. I need to know like whether or not I can, you know, handle the environment that I'm in. And I think like similarly with something like, you know, what you do, what Seppi does, like (laughs) if you can't handle the way that something is, you know, the atmosphere of a space, you are probably not cut out to be in that space. I especially wouldn't want, you know, one of my doctors to be like, well, I want to. That's the thing though. A lot of the women who are in that space very much belong there. They're actually quite smart. They know what they're doing. I don't doubt that at all, but I'm saying like when, when it, I think that there's definitely room in certain areas to like have improvements in the way that, you know, men and women are trained, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that there's also like sort of a certain like point where it doesn't like, it's just, you need to make a decision on whether or not you can be successful in that space and whether that's the right place for you. And for some people, it's just not because they can't handled, you know, the attitudes of a certain space in a similar sense that maybe a man like wouldn't be successful in other spaces because maybe it requires a higher level of, you know, constant, you know, emotion or empathy, whatever. But it's just like, I think it's, yeah, I don't know where I I disagree completely, Addy. When you say that, that women should take responsibility and they're at fault, I don't think so at all. I, I see women as little, like quaint little flowery princesses who float around and do whatever. And they feel things deeply, but they can't help what they feel because, you know, they just feel, they feel into the environment and people around them. And to blame a woman for her feelings is like blaming the, the sun for shining brightly and being hot. It's just, it's the wrong attitude. Women need protection. Women need caring for. Um, women need having sex with women need all these things women need feeding and sheltering you know they're to say they're they're responsible hey i'm not having sex with my students by the way well you can't i i hope i hope not sefi i hope you're not um sefi if you did well except except for the time when my wife was a student that was different right well that's because i i just want to say this real quick because i I haven't talked about this, but I, I also train a decent amount of people in finance. I take client calls all the time and um, <clears throat> we don't really focus on the gender as much as the skill set and whatnot. But what doesn't go, what isn't discovered is I very rarely am treated in a condescending or perverted way by men. And sometimes I, may, I am yelled at by women. But to be fair, we don't always understand what they have to go through either. And I just want to say that. And, you know, I, when I'm talking, I'm working them like, oh, you're so lucky. You know, these, all these, you know, 70, 80 year old clients are always hitting on me because I'm over the phone because I'm 25, 30. So it, it is a different uh, life experience for sure. I do understand that. Uh, but deep down, it's tough. I do like what Addie said. Like, you know, you have to be careful of the careers you pick. You have to be careful of the rooms you go in. Yeah, but Um, why do women have to be careful of of the rooms they go in? And why do women have to be like, you know, like, you know, I, you know, I be cognizant of that too. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like like social work, for example, uh, like social work, I'm not disagreeing with more women. Okay. And I'm just saying like, there's, I think it's just about 
it's not so much like a thing of, you know, why do we have to be cognizant of it? It's about understanding yourself. And so like, there are certain career paths that like maybe women are more drawn to because they have a set of skills that men don't have. Similarly, maybe men are more successful in some careers because they simply have a set of skills that women don't have. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just, mm. that's I just don't, I don't disagree natural. with that. I don't you know, disagree I with that. A, I, but I, I do. Okay. I'm not going to talk anymore. Sorry. When I come to, I didn't hear you. There's a lag on here, Kerry, sometimes. When I come to a conversation like this, it makes me glad I was banned. You know, I, I might not ever come back. I just came to say hi to you, coach. And I'm sorry hey, that you were banned. Thank you, Marie. I know it was you that, that banned me that reported me. You've been doing this for a long time due to my attitude about women. Um, but I forgive you because I know you can't help. Addy, I made a mental note to never help women again. Good. Yeah, you should stop helping them. Yeah, Did she just it. rage quit? She just rage quit. I, I didn't even know like, like a three second lag and then she started talking and I'd already talked for like three seconds. I mean, I feel like you guys have been kind of harsh to her, I'm not going to lie. I feel like she was just chilling. Yeah, a bit of a girl boss. I was having some really strong emotions, and I really couldn't help myself yesterday with the banning. I just want to let everyone know that I'm really sorry, and um, it won't. I mean, maybe it will happen again, but it probably won't. 45-year-old. Sorry, it's lagging a lot for me, and so I can't, I can't hear. Uh, he said you sounded like a 45-year-old or something of that, along those lines. No, he told me that I sounded like a middle-aged woman who had never been properly, you know, what did. She was she was talking about her voice the other day, and I said um, she said she sounded. I think you said you claimed you sounded young, and I said no, you don't sound young. You sound like a a forty-five-year-old woman who has never had sex. Well, I was just talking about this because I am going to start larping on here and telling everyone that I am. 18 or 19 in order to get more followers um and so coach i guess was trying to dissuade me from doing that for some reason i don't really know maybe he's jealous he doesn't have a girl voice i'm not really sure what's going on but whatever it is it's not good and it made me really upset well you got your punishment here i'm banned forever <laughs> well it's a punishment for us both Aww. Hi everyone. Vegas, how are you? I'm Rin. Hey Vegas. What's up? I just saw the the the, the space and I saw Lunk, okay, and then I enter and you guys are talking about completely different thing. Uh, I don't think I, it's it's nice just to relax a little, but uh, it's, it's... yeah, the 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 women are attacking us. It's just normal around here. <laughs> I'm with you, woman. I'm with you. Okay. I'm always going to have a I do think that, you know what I think is really funny is the spaces where, like, the guys are like, oh, like, I'm just, like, this big, like, oh, like, women in crypto, and I'm like, like, you know, it's a safe space and all this other bullshit, like, all this, like, like virtue signaling and whatnot. It's just ridiculous sometimes. But, like, I, I like, you know, it, it's funny because, like, if I say it the way I see it, then like it, it'll come out maybe negatively for some people. If I don't say it the way I see it, then, you know, or if I say bullshit, like, Oh, like I'm, I'm for like, you know, solving all of women's problems or some bullshit then I'm going to have like another group of people attack. <laughs> so it's like, it's not really fun being a guy talking about it really. So no, I, just, I think that with the guys that like say stuff like that with like the, 
you know, women in crypto, whatever. I mean, I'm not a woman in crypto, so I don't know. Where, where what I mean to say in, is, you know how they're like, no, oh, we want to yeah, bring in yeah, women yeah. into the fold and blah, blah, blah. They I get into this whole like. When they're trying to be like, oh, you're being mean to women or whatever. It just, it comes across as a little infantilizing. Like why? Like, I don't know. I just think it's like, I don't think we should. Like I don't need to be treated differently, and exactly. Like, which that's exactly what I'm saying. Didn't you convince yeah. Addy to uh, buy into crypto? Like, wasn't there a space you created to uh, convince Addy yep. to get into the yep. crypto? Yep. Yep. Uh, she's, she's still that... She is a woman in crypto now. She's not. She says she's not a woman in crypto. Yeah, I was lying. I'm a woman in crypto with fifty dollars worth of crypto. So if that makes me one, then. Like I'm, Wait, I should start a crypto Twitter or something. Hasn't it pumped to like seventy or something? It's gone up. Like, well, yeah, it has, but <laughs> I meant like not no crazy amount or anything. So, hey Vegas, can you check the Telegram, please? Telegram. Yeah, Vegas, did you get that message from uh, like uh, Demon here? I think like uh, Django from Django Unchained is uh, she's trying to interview one of you guys on YouTube regarding luna classic and she's going to have someone from binance on so uh, what's that that will be amazing let me double check telegram uh damon don't don't take me wrong i'm opening telegram now and i'm i'm trying to organize telegram but the telegram i'm just archiving you don't, you don't necessarily have to use it like uh she she i think followed you and she followed uh kim so if you'll respond back to her she's trying to get you guys an interview on youtube for uh Interchain FM, her little channel. Uh, oh, she's she's really sharp, and she has a she has a, a great channel, and she's got like she's she's got the representative of Binance on, and she was really interested in getting uh, sort of opinions from them and from you guys about what you're trying to do with the Luna uh, Burn uh, tax thing and all that sort of shit. So I, she, I I pointed her to you guys because like you're in it like more seriously than. I certainly am. She asked me if I'd come on. I'm like, ah, my, my knowledge on the issue is sort of like so-so. So I figured you guys might be able to hop on and talk to her. I sent you a link on Thank Telegram, Vegas, and then I talked to uh, Edward. But if you can, I do need to have a, a phone meeting with you while you're awake. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, uh, when I get out from here, I'm going to, I'm going to try to call you. Um, okay, boss. Uh, Thank you so this, much. This is the demo. first time I'm meeting you too, Vegas, so uh, good talking to you. It's like... <laughs> indirectly heard about you so hey uh, nice to meet you as well mate I, I i think i saw you a couple of times and you always uh, host a couple of, of uh, amazing places and um and yeah i was just i was just uh, checking twitter because i saw i saw a couple of uh, of foods here and there uh one of them being uh, some some dude trying to short a long and i would love to kill that that uh, absolutely joke that he's trying to do that is um it's trying to short something that we are trying to to create, you know. And I think right. uh, you know, fuck it. If that's what's going on, I'll buy some. Have you have you cool. seen the uh, <laughs> have you seen the prism tweet though, Vegas? Sorry, my friend. Sorry. Have you seen the uh, the prism tweet from Prism Protocol? No, I don't think so. The prism, yeah. yes, the prism yeah. is coming back. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Hyperion's bringing back some form of prism on Luna Classic and on Luna for that matter, both. So yeah. that should be good. Yeah, of course we are getting we are uh, the, the thing is uh, the Prisma Prisma protocol coming back uh, to Luna, to Luna Classic that's amazing. Uh, a lot of uh, protocols are coming back as well to 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 work with Luna Classic and uh, backstage 
uh, we are getting a lot of uh, new developers uh, trying to help us on uh, future problems. Um, that, that, that is brilliant. Then you have a couple of dudes that I think they just bet on the wrong, on the wrong bets that is shorting or whatever <laughs> that are trying to, to, to bring us down, but I don't think they can. It's a, it's a huge community. Yeah, Jacob from Notional uh, on Osmosis uh, asked me to get me in touch with you guys. So I told them to touch, contact you guys or Bruce or whoever, and you guys will figure it out. Because um, so, like, hopefully you guys are able to like reconnect um, Luna Classic to Osmosis and get that shit together too at some point. He's a maniac. He's like, okay, they invite me to the to to the to the to the chat. I start to. Trying to to understand what they were talking, I said, "Oh shit, this is not my my cup of, of tea." Ads, okay, Zardar, okay, and they, now everyone, everything is going back in line, you know. So they um, Zardar is already talking with the dudes, uh, Ed as well. So I reckon that from there is going to born a nice uh, collaboration. Uh, yeah, nice no, all, all the best to you guys. I hope I hope uh, the community does fantastic. Yeah, well, I think we will. I think we will, mate. It's, uh, it's, it's always that day of, uh, it's one more day of battle. Every day on Luna Classic seems seems like a day of battle. Uh, Lung Dao is here. And I know that that um, his best defense is, uh, is, uh, is attacking. And I think he can relax a little more with that. But I, I, I don't think I'm lying. When the one day of Luna Classic seems like a year, uh, even for your Lung Dao. Uh, because every day on Lunk, on on Luna Classic is very active, very um, very explosive, you know. So a lot of things are happening. Uh, so if we have uh, two good news, we always have one bad news. We have two yeah. good news. Well, well, all of our posts to Binance, for example, got they paid attention, right? They responded to Lunkdao, they responded to me, and then they responded mm -hmm. to like they're they're getting onto Django's show. So yeah, yeah hopefully uh, the attention helps, and uh, yeah, all the best to you guys for sure. No, of course it does. So uh, um, when they send that post uh, publicly, yeah, when they do the announcement, when they did the announcement, uh, I was doing some, how I'll call it, negotiations in terms of uh, the implementation of the 1.2% of uh, on off chain uh, of Binance. Um, they go back and further, back and further, and it's okay, you know. It's like they made they are number one. That it's not because they just jump in um, with their heads. They think on things, and it's normal. Um, we have to think as well that uh, when CZ troll on the on on Twitter saying that they um, they first want to see it on chain and then they talk, okay, that says something already there. But uh, even after that, we have some kind of, of conversations uh, with the team that that uh, the technical team, and um, I confront them with with the last statement that they did on the announcement. And uh, what they replied to me, I think, is already public because I decided to 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 make it public uh, that little statement. But that was a, a statement that they they did uh, was saying that they didn't scratch the the off chain one point two. They are just studying it. I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. They're they're trying to figure out how to make it work if possible. Yeah. I think they I think they want to have uh, data first, right, from other exchanges and see that exactly. whether it's plummeting. Uh, no one volume or, or not max c max global yeah is is already doing a big jump doing this alone for a limited time whatever but they are basically the the test waters they are doing they are trying to to see if it works i believe that is working i'm speaking with uh, the the dudes i speak a little more 
is uh, uh, KuCoin, Binance, and uh, Max. Uh, and Max seems that they are very happy with the, the, the reaction that they are getting from the community. And the other dudes are just studying what is happening with Max. So if it works for them, I believe that other ones are going to be a snowball. Uh, but so Max, that, Max C jumped jumped up right in transaction volume, yeah. um, and everyone else um, sees that at the moment. I think exactly. I think if they don't see, it's because we are not showing them. Cool That's for sure. Bruce, any comments or anything? Well, we have Vegas here. No, no, I'm. Uh, no, not right now. I'm just listening. I'm eating my my burger. I would have a question, uh, Vegas. Um, is make... it possible um, to increase the undelegations per wallet um, that you can have simultaneously? So right now it's capped at seven right undelegations per wallet, and for some projects it would be beneficial to um, not have that limit in place anymore. And what would be the counter argument of having that limit still in place <clears throat> with all these? Large are, you talking, are you talking about the limit of the 21 days, the seven days? Or no, no, the... no, that you can only have seven undelegations um, in total uh, per wallet. I have to double check that. I have no idea. I never, I never did seven de uh, delegations. We, so for example, to... with, with Luna Punks, with our project, um, yeah. it's a huge hustle for us because um, obviously there might be more people than seven. Um, interested in unstaking at a time you know i have ed looking into that right now so ed's looking oh, into it and talking to the teams about that buddy perfect thank you man yeah that's cool yeah if 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 ed already knows about that met it's the best one that that they can in can know that if we can if we, can, we need to do a, a parameter change i believe that it will not i believe that it will be some kind of change on the code uh but even that uh if he's um if it's something that is good for the chain, you know, like we are saying, uh, I believe that we can pass uh, pass a new a new uh, a new V twenty three or V twenty four. It can be part of the of the new incorporation of the of the new the, the new code that we're going to implement in the future if things go like we want. Yeah, but uh, keep in mind that we we were very happy when we were able to implement the V twenty two. Just keep in mind if you guys have an ideas that are really helpful for the for the chain and you want them to be successful just propose it uh, to terra rebels of course or any other um corporation that that is working uh on the on luna uh, classic but uh, i think we can make it happen if it's good we can just add it for the new proposal of code you know if it's just a parameter change anyone on the community can do it very nice thanks Anyway, if you guys have any questions about the burn tax, this is the guy that came up with it. So Vegas is the man on that sector. Yeah, it's great having you on. I think the folks uh, enjoy getting some info for, from you. Yeah. Actually, I, I should probably get both you guys on at some point, like, and some rebels folks and everything else on, uh, and do like a little like very specific spaces on something, uh, really digging into what's going on and and um, like what the what your philosophies are, what the what the mindset of like you know what you guys are thinking and getting involved with this is and all that kind of stuff, like your motivations, all that kind of background stuff would be nice to kind of record for history, right? Uh, I can tell you now that that uh, uh, maybe I was I was completely drunk when I decided to get involved with this because this. Is <laughs> 
<laughs> that sounds like it makes sense to me. It's so much things that yeah, I, I feel like I have three jobs, three full jobs now, and the two of them yeah, are whoops. not. Oh my god! Welcome uh, to Lena Classic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't have any re uh, regrets uh, regarding that. I believe that that um, um, all the movements that are being done on Luna Classic are very essential. Um, I believe that the burn tax. I believe that the 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 proposal was important to 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 connect all the community because we know that was. Made this seven seven trillions before was what three three hundred million whatever, and of course people want to get connected on that, but we know that we can do much more than that. You know, it's like uh, this was just the beginning of something much bigger than that. That's it. Very nice. I have another uh, question. If yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, how's the monitoring process gonna be like of the burn tax Vegas? Um, how frequently are you gonna look at the transaction volume? Um, on chain, whether it's going down or up, and are you taking an average of it, or are you are you monitoring hey, weekly or monthly? Or we are we are still studying that. So imagine on the beginning, it has to be uh, daily, so to understand the, the impact of the of the burn and the impact of the volume. So it has to be to, uh, done two charts: one uh, to see if we're going to increase or decrease or maintaining volume. Another one is to to understand the amount of burning that we're going to do. So if he passes the chart of one day, yeah, then we move to a week. And if he passes the chart of one week, then we move to a month. So on the beginning, just keep in mind that we're going to try to test if things work um, day by day because it's, it's very stressful. I'm going, not going to lie. Uh, we might decrease a little the, the volume of uh, on-chain uh, transactions. We might increase, that will be nice. We might just maintain the same, that will be nice as well. Um, so we have to study on the beginning, it's going to be, I will say, hour to hour, but for the community in general, it's going to be daily. On the beginning, of course. After that, it's going to be a little more. So. Yeah, and if there is, if there is a drop in volume or anything, like one thing that everybody has to know is the parameter of the 1.2 percent tax that number can change within seven days so if the if it is really detrimental and uh it needs to be dropped down it can a parameter uh, proposal can go through be voted on to drop it down so there is safeties in in place for that so yeah. either way it goes if it stays the same yeah, the volume or if it goes up or down yeah it's a parameter change tomorrow. Tomorrow, if uh, if things go wrong, no, it's not tomorrow, but what is today? Well, uh, if um, if on the on the first day things go wrong, we can adjust it. Uh, like uh, Damon said, it's like uh, we can adjust for lower, or we can adjust for higher, or we can cut it off if if uh, if if it needs to be done. It's a parameter change. The code is rotten, so it's there. So now the community can change it. You know. It's, is is no longer on our hands. It's on the on the hands of the community. Uh, Keymaker or Viola, uh, any questions for Vegas or anybody here, or Ivan? Uh, well, we have you here. Hey yeah, guys, thank like you for having me. Yeah, I have the question for for Vegas. I appreciate your your work sure. and you're you're amazing, uh, Vegas. Really quick, um, do you have in mind what percentage of the total volume is 
uh, on change uh, because in the in the derivation is not that clear, I think. And the, the another question is, if you can if you can speak about this, uh, please just make a comment. Uh, do you think in the future we can see uh, USDC for both chains as a stablecoin? Thank you. Uh, so in percentage, what we were uh, we were studying that on the beginning, if I'm not mistaken, was around five percent on chain. So that's not a lot. He increased a little, yeah, but it's not not that much more. It's not a hundred percent. So off chain, of course, is a massive amount that that is being uh, um, that is being dealt. The last part of your question, you were talking about uh, USDC stablecoin. What do you mean about that? Sorry, can you repeat, please? Yeah, uh, 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 the question is if you see in the future. Uh, using USDC on both ecosystem and Luna B1 and B2. Ah, that's fucking nice. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, um, yes, personally, no. If I have to reply as a terror rebels uh, organization at the moment. So, this being said, that is being studied. Yeah, the, um, like maybe I could chime in just briefly on that. So. Uh, like, so USTC uh, and the peg mechanism uh, theoretically could be brought back, especially if lots of cash flow flows into USTC as a speculative strategy. But at the same time, uh, there's a lot that has to be done to make all of that work. Now, with Cosmos upgrades, you know, interchain accounts and everything else, like it's quite possible that you could spread um, stable coins not only to other chains, but you could also have like cross-chain remittances. So like, for example, you'd have a version of the remittance mechanism with, um, you know, on, on Terra V2, you could have it on Kujira, you could have it on Osmosis. So in theory, you could actually have like with interchain accounts, a much more like crazy robust system regarding stable coins. Uh, but that sort of like, is my sort of like imaginary vision you know, at some point in the future, but most of the developers haven't done anything really significant with interchain accounts yet um, and interchain security. So there's like a lot of interesting permutations that could possibly make um, a much, much more robust stablecoin on Cosmos in the future, especially if like it becomes incorporated into like the Cosmos base, like Cosmosm protocol, and you can incorporate it across many, many chains. So like one of the phrases I kind of like came up with is like decentralized um, stable coins essentially need decentralized remittances. You can't just have like one chain that handles all this. It just is not. It was clearly shown to be insufficient. But if you can do it across many, many chains and remittance can be done anywhere, I mean, you can convert your USTC or US whatever, like UST to to uh, like anywhere on any chain. I think that it would be much more robust. So, um, so yeah, there, there's like a vision for something like that, but it's it's definitely way in the future. And I certainly wouldn't. Uh, necessarily like speculate on USTC or Luna Classic or Luna based on anything I've just said. Like it's all theoretical. And yeah, for that matter, it doesn't, it may not even happen on Luna. Maybe it has to be a totally different new project. So let me just add something, uh, something there because that's uh, uh, this is uh, all a crazy idea. Uh, just keep in mind that uh, all that is happening at the moment with the, the whole uh, Terra ecosystem is crazy. And I'm going to add something there that is like um, from the heads of the rebels and the heads of the FL, this conversation is partially being done. So um, it's like uh, the future could be 
could happen or not. I don't know. But this is not. Uh, yeah, we we saw that the community was um, was thinking on this, and uh, then we start talking about this, and it doesn't seem that crazy. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of lessons were learned from like the most recent disaster, and uh, like there uh, that I've specifically seen some lessons from a technology perspective. But I think some of the enhancements to Cosmos may actually have the like mysterious solutions to this mysterious problem. Um, just the technology to make it happen, like with inter-blockchain communication, just wasn't there yet. Uh, but I am like super bearish on like bridges and. Uh, you know all this other bullshit, and I'm I'm and I'm bearish on the idea of using a stable coin that we export to like central exchanges. Um, I think we should basically not not um, like provide one to one remittances for any stable coin that is algorithmic. Like provide remittances on external exchanges or guarantee their value elsewhere. And I think that would probably be part of the solution. But anyway, this is just me talking out loud. Like there is a long way to go in terms of like ideas and technology and everything to make that happen. Uh, I got a quick question for Vegas, if I could real quick. Uh, first off, Vegas, thank you uh, for everything that you guys have been doing. Uh, you know, the community appreciates it, obviously. Um, I was just curious, is there any securities uh, as far as uh, the 1.2 uh, goes where uh, you know, I, I don't so much think that it's a concern, but it is a possibility um, and more likely uh, not with the bigger exchanges uh, as it might be with the smaller exchanges that the possibility that they may short the burn tax is, are you guys monitoring that anyway? Uh, or uh, is there any, like I said, any securities to uh, make sure that they're uh, doing right by uh, what they're taking? So if I if I understand what uh, your concern is about, uh, if the exchange says that is burning this amount, is he really burning this amount? Is that right? Correct. Okay, so even a, a small exchange that is, uh, at, uh, the name I think is Quanini or Quanin or something, um small small in change that that uh, he decide to 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 support the um, the community um when when i uh, got to the the meetings with them on the beginning uh, the word was uh, transparency so was not was not me that was going to do anything of that i was just going to supervise that if uh, what they were saying was right yeah but they were the ones doing all of that and they did a, a really nice uh, dashboards uh, regarding all of that. So everything that was burned every day was going to be accomplished. And then you can see on the burn on the burn wallet uh, all the movements. So you can cross reference with uh, all the all the wallets. Uh, so keep in mind that this is a blockchain that is not private. So you can check all of the mov uh, movements. It's just um, the thing is, we're not going to create a dashboard for all of them for all of the exchanges that will be close to impossible we have to trust a little the exchange of course um and the small ones uh they have to follow the line of uh, transparency of course yeah yeah i think the short the short answer to that is though there's no full full way to monitor every single one of them to be sure that they're doing the right thing so it. it is what it is right so it'll be yeah. almost impossible for us to control that. The word is transparency. If we start doubting any of them, then we can check them out because this is a, this is an open blockchain, not a private blockchain. Yeah. 
so we can check movements. Great, okay, thanks for that answer, there, Vegas. Uh, bug question. Uh, yeah, not exactly. I guess kind of a question. Uh, when you're talking about, um, you know, your your vision of the future of decentralized stablecoins, um, and and specifically talking about like, you know, not guaranteeing this remittance on centralized exchanges and things like that. But I, I don't know. In my mind, I think like if if some sort of decentralized stablecoin gets developed and it becomes popular and there's any level of volume, um, like aren't the centralized exchanges they're just going to list it right like they're going to want that volume they're just going to like you know if they want to list it they will it's, it's really as simple as that so i don't really see a way around like avoiding centralized exchanges uh if if we want something to sort of become large i don't, I don't know yeah i have a, i have a different view of the cosmos um my my feeling about the cosmos is is that like we're going to be building systems that don't require centralized exchanges anymore. So I'm taking the long view that like eventually like the Coinbase's and Binance of the world will be rendered largely irrelevant as people start using things like DYDX and other things. So like once you become a Cosmos native, the idea is like you do, shouldn't have to leave the Cosmos for almost anything. That would be my sort of like vision of the future. Um, I think it's the vision of like uh, Jay Kwan when he started this, it's a vision of Ethan Buckman and others. I think the idea was to create this entire sort of universe of um, where like you have like this financial independence and you can create ecosystems here. So I, I think the long range view is that like um, the reason why we can make it work is because like, um, you know, we won't need to worry about what other people think it's things are worth as long as we have enough exchange volume and price discovery on uh, and within chains of the cosmos that probably is all that's going to be needed. So we'll be our own, like think of ourselves, our own country at that point. Um, it'll yeah. be very different. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like if we build out a lot of the products and services that the centralized exchanges offer and make them the same or better, like, yeah, then, then I don't see. Yeah, that, that makes sense. We just got to build yeah, out that don't, product. Don't ever listen and, to me. I'm an insane dreamer, though. So that's a different, you know, like, like these people actually have to build this stuff. Me too, me up. too. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's, it's fictional until it's built, right? So go ahead, Vegas. Yeah. Uh, just a question for you, mate. Um, just um, so, for example, since I started this, yeah, I got uh, I don't know, maybe a hundred or more uh, browsers that want to work with uh, Luna Classic. I will reckon that that uh, half of them are scams and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, on a, on a on a centralized change uh, is a little more regulated. Um, everything that is a little decentralized, I always have a little more concern about regulation. How how can you reply to to this, imagine that that you're going to to stop completely decentralizing changes. How can you say that that um, the project that people are invested uh, is secure? And this is just a personal uh, question. Yeah, no, I think you won't. Like the bottom line is like these systems are only secured over time and through battle testing. So like the longer these systems tend to run, the more trust that they automatically sort of tend to generate. So it's really more just like survival over time and like just perseverance and ultimately. So, for example, if you look at Luna UST, like it has been demonstrated to not survive over time. Right. That was the thing. If you look at Bitcoin now, it has demonstrated the ability to survive over time. But it wasn't always the case. It wasn't a guarantee that Bitcoin is going to be fine. Right. It, it could have had like an overabundance of, say, for example, um, centralization. It could have had um, too much like power in the hands of 
too few people. And to some extent, people still say that's the case a little bit with Bitcoin anyway right now as far as mining pools. But, um, but yeah, like this idea like with Cosmos with dozens and dozens of chains and ultimately if you, if you create a stable coin with remittances on all of them or, or many of them, it could be a very different universe. And I think that would be similar to how like the Federal Reserve has like, you know, 12 member banks and all of that. And it creates a very different situation for remittances. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really with size that you can actually create these kind of systems. So for example, if the cosmos had an ecosystem that the size of maybe uh, a moderate sized country, then we're talking about a very different thing, both from the perspective of stable coins or just crypto in general. But right now, like the, the size that we're at is, is the problem. And, um, th there's just a long way to go. So I, I'm not saying any of this is like very near term, but I think the dream should be that the the cosmos behaves like almost like a collection of states or countries and then like you have this like um connection between them ibc interblockchain communication and ultimately that could be the vehicle to create like store of value and stablecoin type mechanisms that we don't have today um so anyway that's just like the longer term like theory but uh I, as far as like just recklessly going and building shit it's like you said it's probably pointless right now to get too aggressive with these things just because we're not at that scale yet to uh to like for example collateralizing things at this point um with unstable assets is i think what people are concerned about and i think we're just not there yet to make that make sense at a scale that makes sense like we could over collateralize things the problem is that there's no scalability to that so i don't think that's going to work either um, I think like the, the, what you see, um, with like, for example, MakerDAO, uh, you know, a die, for example, like that's not a very scalable solution. So you're not going to like, it, it's fine for like some short term stablecoin exposure, but like you can't run the world's mo money systems on something like that. We have quite a ways to go. And I think, I think Cosmos and Ethereum probably have some credible possibilities as far as creating such a thing. Um, it's just like. Uh, we're just not there yet in terms of sheer scale and size. Neither, neither none, nothing in the crypto space is sufficiently sized enough for it, as far as I can tell. So that's an interesting problem. And we we still need the channels to fiat and like to the real world. Exactly, exactly. Um, There's that too. Yeah, but there were so many projects like on old Luna and UST that were just about to launch uh, with their credit cards, where you were able to pay real life goods with UST. UST. So we all yeah, had th that. Those, those things will be great. And I think actually for now, I would like to just see those platforms emerge, but be able to pay for things with like Luna, Luna Classic, um, Adam, whatever, right? Like Cosmos based chains. It doesn't have to be stable coins necessarily. Um, I think uh, many of us would like to use our yield on some of those things. So it'd be nice to yeah get some of that shit back. Um, like, but yeah, the business model was much nicer for them for stable coins. But I think uh, it'd be nice to be able to get those things back for even for the unstable coins. I think yeah, there's I, there's a group that's coming that came yesterday um, in Ed's AMA um, that I had that I hosted, and that's exactly what they're they're doing right now. Um, I got them in contact with Ed for the back end. They already have everything set. The only portion that they're still working on is the exact amount of total supply of Luna Classic that we're trying to get it down to because like the 10 billion mark doesn't quite work for them um, to be able to purchase things with the Luna Classic. But 
if we can hit like around the 500 billion to 1 trillion mark, they said right in between there is a sweet spot. Um, so that there are prad projects right now that are trying to onboard onto uh, Luna Classic so, for that yeah, purpose. But yeah, yeah, it would still be. When we get that problem, uh, that will be happy days. But the yeah, we're already getting there, boss. The idea is still to calculate it in US dollar wise, right? Um, so they would have US dollar funds, real US dollar funds, and that would make it centralized again, right? And yeah, then swapping uh, along for US dollars and then do transactions that way. Well, they just got to me um, yesterday. That was one of the questions I was asking them. Um, to see exactly which currency that they're trying to use for it. But I mean, in those situations, if uh, in a sense, if you're using the US currency, but you can buy, you can buy lunk with any damn currency. Um, and when you're buying, you know, if you're in Australia, buying your lunk with your Australian dollars and then using that lunk to purchase things um, on chain or off chain, um, if you're using it kind of like a business, I think Sefi or Coach, you know, is bringing up uh, the whole Amazon kind of sector. If we could get a company like that that could come on that accepted different coins or tokens for different products um, that they were selling, you know, we're seeing a lot more dApps that are trying to come online, like you said before, on Luna. I was going more, more They're simple. still trying to come on. Yeah. I was going more, more simple. It's like, uh, um, so uh, mimicking the 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 thing of uh, GameStop, yeah, uh, talking with the dudes um, and then trying f uh, for them to accept Lunk as a payment there. That will be that will be something significant that we can we can uh, we can bring to the to the community as well. You know, before we start moving to Amazon and stuff like that. But um, it's it's not it's not it's not as easy. At the same time. Everyone is open to 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 do things. So, GameStop is not small. At the same time, it's not as big as uh, as Amazon. So, GameStop. I don't, I don't think he meant fully like getting Amazon like for Luna Classic, but like just in general, like if we can get Cosmos to a certain size, uh, uh, yeah. Then then these types of institutions would be interested potentially at some point, right? But it's not really a short term goal, that's for sure. Oh no no no! I was just bringing up something that I believe you or a coach that brought up the other day. Once it becomes mainstream, you're going to have businesses coming on like that to where you're able to use these currencies to purchase goods from these companies, these mainstream companies. Sure, yeah, I kind of sure. I, I kind of disagree, though, because I think for a currency to be easy to use, it needs to be stable. And that's why we need a stable coin. Yeah, that's there's, also what there's that argument for, sure. for real, real world adoption as a payment method. Um, it's just too too volatile. So um, just paying with Lung, I, I don't see that um, being the answer. I still think we need a Cosmos stablecoin. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, yeah. So so that's all based off of that, and that's one thing because when Ed was in the AMA yesterday, we were. That's one of the questions, and I made the AMA about a good twenty minutes just about um, the USTC stablecoin, the plans for it, um, kind of uh, what the other guy asked earlier, um, is there discussions about using USTC with V1 and V2? And then these these other projects are coming up. If that's a possibility of getting the repeg back, 
then it opens the door for these new dApps to come online, these new businesses on chain um, to where their business would work with that model. So there's a lot of, of things being done on on, uh, on the classic. It's, it's uh, hard to follow all of them, uh, even if you are inside. Um, but I, I believe that uh, everything is on top of the table. Uh, just keep in mind that uh, this project is uh, is more crazy than uh, looked up. Um, is um, is everything is is <laughs> is uh, happening, and is uh, people just say, oh, sh oh shit, this is this is weird. This is but it's working. Um, and uh, like uh, Damon was saying, that the the conversation that I may do with uh, with ads that uh, I'm so sorry that I was not present. Um, everything that that we are talking, yeah, uh, it has a roadmap uh, that that uh, we are we are constructing as we go, uh, but it's being done with heads. Uh, this being said, is like um, we create um, proposals to unite the community to bring uh, utility to the chain start bringing new utility to the chain to bring old utility to the chain and in the future of course the USCC repack will be uh, one of the main goals of all of this if it's going to be a, a, a repack that is going to be for only for long um, yeah it'll be nice if it's a repack that is going to be with long and uh, even Luna V2 yeah that will be nice as well but um, just keep in mind this is crazy as fuck and um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, all the ideas are the, from the community and uh, terrible. I was just trying to implement what the community vision is. That's it. Um, just a quick note. Um, Excellent. If, if, yeah, if, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm asleep, mate. I'm, <laughs> um, if, it's no, if, if I can go, if there's no more questions, sure. I, can, I can go. As yeah, well. I think, uh, I don't know if Keymaker had a question for you or for me, but like, yeah, uh, yeah. if you had to go, just jump. Yeah, no problem. No, no, I can, I can, I can reply and then I can, if I can reply, sometimes uh, I'm not uh, people. Vegas, really quick before you go uh you don't think it would be great to bring the bridge uh again and at this moment after we stop the burn that will help uh the on-chain burn what do, what do you think the bridge the bridge you are saying the bridge the bridge yeah the, the shuttle the shuttle okay so the shuttle is something that we cannot control ourselves it will be nice to 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 be able to control it but that will be in the future for now, we have no ways of controlling that. Uh, I myself, I'm a, a person that I don't trust shuttle. Uh, I don't live in America. I know that you guys in America um, really uh, trust on, on the shuttle, on a wormhole and uh, things like that. And to be, uh, for me, it's like, uh, my God, I don't know. Yeah, I'm tired of those things. I'm not using them anymore personally. I don't like these bridges and other nonsense. Like they just cause no. too much chaos. They, they exactly they um it'll be nice if uh, somehow we can find a middle term so everyone in the world can use it to uh, use something similar but with less nonsense uh for now is the tools that we have I yeah that. like just as a point of education for everybody so you know like uh the entire point of the cosmos uh, ibc is to make it so that uh shuttles and uh, various other cross-chain bridges and wormholes and bullshit are, are not necessary because they represent an added security threat on top of all the other security threats that are, already might be there. And of course, you've seen everything from wormhole to harmony to, I don't know, uh, like I'm losing track of all the different ones that got um, wrecked as far as like theft of funds and whatever. So 
I'm also not uh, using or advocating for the use of any of those types of things anymore. Um, and that's just what it is. So I think uh, if you're going to get crypto, you should probably get it on some centralized exchange. Um, like for Cosmos, an easy way to get to the Cosmos is via Atom and via a wallet like either Cosmos Station or Kepler. But I wouldn't necessarily go and try to like bridge it from um, like Ethereum or something like that, or unless you're on like Evmos or some system that has a clean sort of like uh, architecture. Um, and in the future, we're going to get, I think, maybe Axelar USDC, which is crypt, uh, which is Cosmos native uh, USDC. That might be an option for people. Um, there may be potentially an Osmosis Circle tie-up of some kind, which has been talked about a little bit. I don't know if that's going to you know materialize or not either. But like eventually, I think there's going to be simpler ways to get to Cosmos. But right now, um, for if you can't buy, say for example, like, like you know um, Luna, for example, directly, um, you know, getting to Cosmos via Atom is one way to get there. Uh, so just kind of be aware of that. Like I think that's some oftentimes the cleanest route right now. One of the problems on Luna Classic is you can't connect. So the Osmosis Dex that contains substantial amounts of um, US. Um, uh, the, the USTC and which contains uh, um, Luna Classic has been broken because the IBC was shut down. Uh, and I think they're making attempts to rebuild that and connect Luna Classic back to Osmosis so you can travel back and forth in the cosmos again. Um, I think Sunny and some other people uh, are looking into that and sort of doing their best to try to see how they can help out. So yeah, just... Uh, yeah, hang tight, but be careful with your assets on various different bridges and other bullshit. Um, so I'm with Vegas on the shuttle thing. I don't like it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, get some sleep. Thank you, dudes. Thank you. And keep hosting these places. Are fucking amazing, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank cool. You. I'm glad you did it. I think Luna Army and uh, Axel had some maybe some questions. Uh, me? Yeah, Luna Army, you there? Or no, I'm not sure for who. <laughs> but get okay. some sleep, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll keep on going. <laughs> All right. Uh, Luna Army, you there? Hey, I'll be right back in a minute so I can have the meeting with Vegas. Axel, you there? Hey, real quick, Safi. Uh, yeah. Are we uh, working with uh, Glowstone? I think it's how you say it. Mm, I heard something about that. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Okay. Shoot. I wanted to ask uh, Vegas a few questions. I'm so sorry, guys. I know I kind of bolted out earlier, but uh, I had to deal with uh, some FUDs and also... Like, <laughs> Don't sweat it. <laughs> I, I also had to deal with like one... Uh, big investor uh I, I, for those of you that don't know me i i think a lot of people don't know me i'm a nobody but uh i actually invest in equities like i oversee uh emerging and frontier markets probably uh about 200 to 250 aum uh 250 million aum uh but you know I, i'm like you know trying to get into uh, the uh, crypto space and uh, and I like what you do, Sefi. And you know, like I, I ask a lot of questions. Uh, I joke a lot, yeah. Uh, but you know, just 
um addy too like you know i probably say some random stupid shit sometimes i'm only human uh <laughs> uh but uh i i just want to no i i wanted to ask lunk dow is here so can, can i ask you a question lunk dow like if you're willing uh, i'm kind of i'm kind of uh in the middle of something right now i'll be back in like five minutes absolutely man do you do what you gotta do man i appreciate what you do by the way so uh yeah let's uh continue this uh conversation i guess uh, i don't mean to be a disruptor <laughs> sure uh any, anybody else has like uh questions regarding the current topic or um so we talked about ibc uh, channels right what do you think is the right time frame uh, to re-implement IBCs for, for Luna Classic because I have the strong feeling that I think this is also what Ed said at some point in an AMA is that we rather first have to clean up on-chain before we um, put all yeah. our assets again off-chain. Yeah, I think that's the first step. Um, and um... Sunny did uh, have some concerns about how possible it was to actually uh, reconnect IBC to osmosis and like uh, make sure that the value of the things on the different sides are actually reflected correctly. So there are some concerns about the technical feasibility of the whole thing. So I would just kind of wait on that. I don't think there's any guarantee one way or the other. So if you're buying stuff on, um, like if you're buying like US you know, TC or something like that on the osmosis chain, thinking that maybe like you're getting a discount, it might go up. It might, but that's only if the, the system gets reconnected again and there's no guarantee of that. So just sort of be aware of that. Um, so some people have speculated on that a little bit. So we're just kind yeah, of- that's just a risk premium you, you're, yeah, you're getting it's, with. It's an arbitrage if, if the thing gets reconnected, but uh, for now we don't know if that's gonna happen. So um, I wouldn't play around with that unless you're just monkeying around. Um, <laughs> So, uh, uh, did did Terra Luna Army or Axil have any questions? I just want to make sure, because uh, or even uh, Chris Borg. Uh, some people I have a few. Go ahead, Chris. So I have been in crypto for a very short amount of time now, and I'm just getting started. So please forgive me if my questions come off a little dumb. So one of my questions I have is. I haven't really been seeing the total supply on coin market cap being lowered throughout all of these burns um, very much. I was wondering how that gets updated as well as when I go to networks on to go copy the the native address to swap on pancake swap. Um, it just comes up as you Luna. I was wondering if it would be possible to get that address updated on there to where the the actual native address was on on um like corn market cap to where people could do that thing as well as I've also got a question for well, uh, for, for real quick the, the yeah these are somewhat complicated technical questions uh a that I don't know that we have the answers to but uh in terms of like how coin market cap is getting its data and everything um also like yeah technical details about pancake swap i don't know that uh, very many people here use that for this so i don't know exactly what you're referring to so 
Um, a lot of us tend to use like either the TerraStation wallet. We tend to get Luna Classic on something like, uh, like a KuCoin or Binance. Um, and we tend to use like for Cosmos, like Kepler and Cosmos Station wallets. So I think most of the expertise here is going to be a little bit different than what maybe you're looking for. So yeah, you, you probably know more about this than we do, I would say. Uh, so, but, but we're getting our Luna Classic from MEXC now, right? Because they implemented the one point. Oh yeah, MEXC. That's an yeah, option as well. Is, yeah, exactly. It's also on uh, Kraken too, um, but I do believe they're having some kind of issue where. Uh, you're not able to buy mobily, uh, so I do believe you have to use a desktop or a laptop um, in order to make the purchase, and you have to set a limit order. Cool. Um, Jersey, uh, any questions? Uh, Jersey, you there? Or, yeah, Jersey, Lunk, something. Maybe not. Uh, uh, Naleg Malag Malagal. I'm not sure how you say your name. Yeah, um, I don't know if this is the right the right uh, venue to ask this question. There is um, there is this. It's like he he used to be among the Terra Rebel community, the developers like Rebel Ak at Rebel Akbar, and he keeps posting kind of negative messages on Twitter about the the Terra Rebel groups and posting. So I don't know. Is isn't there like a, a means for for all this? queries all this uh, fight among themselves to be done like behind the scenes rather than posting on on twitter because it's it um, I, yeah. I would mention like with decentralized uh, finance uh, results in decentralized arguments <laughs> so um, nobody can control who says what and where like nobody is technically in control so yeah i can understand why you might not like certain comments or whatever it just is what it is. Like, I don't think there's anything we can, any of us can do about it. Um, the other thing is like, um, sometimes the people that are spreading FUD, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Like, we don't always know what the answer to that is. So obviously you just have to sort of figure out yeah, what but, you believe. But Siva, Siva, that was a good yeah. comment because there was yeah. actually um, like a power struggle going on in Terra Robots, which yeah. should have I, asked Vegas, but. Yeah, that if, would be a good question. Um, I, would, I would, right? Like in human nature, whenever there's like, power or money available or maybe the you know people have put in some work for free and they want uh compensation for that work in future or they want to feel valued or people are grateful for them there's always people going to fight <laughs> it's just how it works yeah, it's pretty much given yeah not only that but you may have like two different visions of uh like what is considered fair and unfair and technically feasible and unfeasible so yep. you can have lots of different arguments about lots of things when it comes to these things yeah, people people commonly uh, look at others and don't really understand the value of their work. Like in in a, say in a, in a crypto startup, the developers typically don't fully understand the value of the marketers, and the marketers don't understand the kind of complexities and work the developers do. So there's always a level of misunderstanding, and there's always a level of like struggle, and like this pursuit of fairness often comes out of this this like direct conflict and fight. That's as close as you can get to the whole process. Yeah, Do you guys feel like Dokon is like following you? Uh, it's quite possible. Why? Say it again, Sarah. Do you ever feel like Dokon is just always following you, like behind you, like you're walking down the street at night, and you feel like Dokon is there? Because yeah. I, I have that a lot. Yeah, there was a, a few surveys of why people are investing in Lunk and Luna, the the Dokon currencies, 
And the primary reason was fear, like fear of what would happen if we sold. Yeah, yeah. Some, some of us fear for our lives. I mean, we, I, I get the feeling when I'm sleeping sometimes that he's looking in the window, um, which is, uh, I don't know, he, he might, like, right? Like, I can imagine he might try to maybe like go on the offensive or something. What do you think, Sarah? You think it's credible? I, I think there's a very high chance of that. And I think you should be scared. I think our gut intuition, you know, it knows a lot more than mm. our more higher processing thoughts might be thinking they know, you know? Yeah, especially feminine intuition, right? Because this, this, this gut, this visceral feeling is what's protected you ancestrally back, back from like the Paleolithic days, back from the, even the caveman days. Um, Zara, I want to ask you an opinion. Like, what do you think of, of Do Kwon's appearance? Like, if he was a guy you matched with on Tinder, like, what would you think of his, his photos and stuff? Um, if you didn't know anything about him, like, what would you, what would you do? Well, his, I'd like you to change the frame of that question because I've never gone to meet catalogue, first of all. Um, but, like, Tinder. But Do Kwon, um, I don't think I've ever seen his face. I like to imagine him more like an entity sort of thing. Um, like a Chinese like dragon entity. I mean, but maybe sort of like a dark one, like purple and black colors, but like yellow <laughs> in the face. Mm. That's the vibe I'm getting. I don't know. I think he like lives in a cave or like under a lake or something. Like, what's his habitat? Yeah, I think like under a cave on like some pots of gold, but maybe like also like computers because like you know it's kind of like a crypto reference sort of thing. Mm. Um. Maybe some eggs. Eggs, eggs that he's laid personally, or like his wife, or something. Is he like intersex hermaphrodite, or? <laughs> or uh, I think he probably lays them, but I think he's probably like you know how like Charlie Tubbies can like open up that. Oh, they've got like the TVs in their stomachs, right? Yeah. Like yeah. what if Quan, the dragon had like little cabinets inside him, then he opens it up and like coins mm. come out. And they can be physical coins or they can be like... Zara, we, we need to discuss a little bit like what cryptocurrency is, right? Like, Hold on. No. I don't think that's how it works. I'm not sure. <laughs> a bit. So, so does, do you think Doquan generates the coins inside himself? Or is he more like a crow or a magpie who collects them from places and puts them inside his pouch? Um, maybe both. Like, or like he collects coins and then he has them inside him and then he's got some sort of internal processing that can sort of replicate them. Um, but he needs to eat coins in the first place. It's sort of like artistic inspiration. You mean he he lives on nourishment as well? Or like he just needs it creatively, otherwise he'll kind of deplete and die or maybe shrivel up like a husk on the floor. Oh, that would make sense, but I'm just curious as to... Well, if it's not nourishment, because he clearly needs it for the creativity, but if it's not nourishment, then what do you think he eats for nourishment? Yeah, what, what does, maybe let's go around in a circle. What, what do you guys think um, Do Kwon eats for nourishment? Like, what's his diet? What food does he need? Otherwise, he'll die. I don't know what he eats, but I think I, uh, I, I believe, like, if you swipe your uh, card, you know, between his uh, butt cheeks, then he's probably going to spit out Lunk or Luna. That's interesting. I just don't think that was the answer to the question she was going for. Maybe I don't want to mansplain this, but, like, um, I think we're talking about food here. Maybe like, let's say, for example, he likes like a, a Thai basil chicken or something like that. Pad Kra Pao, or maybe like, um, maybe like a Thai Penang, perhaps. Wait, do you think he eats cats and dogs? Oh, that's possible. I think it's possible. 
I think it's she makes uh she makes Doquan sound like Voldemort a little bit in the beginning. I've never seen him deny eating cats and dogs, so probably it's true. I thought he liked Lunka fish sandwiches. <laughs> well, Korean barbecue is freaking delicious. Yes, it is. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part four of a multi-part sci-fi space. Be careful what you say. You never know who's listening. Recorded on Sunday, September 11th, 2022. I know. For I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn bag. Basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes And take the rest and turn them into free bait Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes impossible defending the plausible from end to demonstrable the mission isn't even worried about the clearance running interference till our enemies fear us we're only one disappearance away from a bad day everybody trying to save face on the last day feeling fancy about to pull out the mass eh? drop the eight ball in passing that's so passe i'm getting nasty you cannot put it past me a mix between blasphemy and talk everlasting feeling like a masterpiece looking like a tragedy trying to get through another day full of savagery getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information and in particular i'm interested in all that can go wrong how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited.